Thank you for listening to the Committed to Christ podcast. Please continue to hold and our host will be with you as soon as possible. Please continue to hold and our host will be with you as soon as possible. Please continue to hold and our host will be with you as soon as possible. Oh, I just thought I would have a little fun with you this morning. Don't you just hate that when you call somewhere and it's one of those automated answering systems that answers the phone and you have to hold and you have to hold and you have to hold. Well, I have a confession to make. I used to be the guy that installed those and programmed those. <laughs> I, and I did that for a long time, for about 20 years. I was the guy that um, that went out to the businesses and recorded them, put them in, and just annoyed everybody that called. You could hear people you know, calling and saying, I, I just don't like that thing. I want to talk to a live person. I, you know, they're pressing zero so they can get to somebody as quickly as possible. And, oh, people just don't. And, oh, here's, here's the funny thing. My grandparents, when they were still uh, alive, they had a rotary phone for the longest time. And when these um, automated answering systems came out, they couldn't do anything like because they had a rotary phone. They needed a touchtone phone to work their way through the prompts. <laughs> and they were so upset when they would call somewhere. And oh, so we had to change their phone out and everything like that. But and and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this podcast today. I'm going to call it Please Hold because I've been reading in Genesis. I kind of went back to the beginning and just started working my way through the book of Genesis and Abraham and Sarah And one of the things that we have to do in life is hold, wait on God. And that is so hard sometimes because we grow impatient. I I, I am guilty. I'm going to confess this morning. I am a very impatient person. But there is a reason for the waiting or the holding pattern that the Lord puts us in in our lives. Because we're going to learn something through that process. He's going to take us to the next chapter or or the vision that he has put in you. He's going to take you to that, but there has to be a process to get you there. You have to be prepared. I have to be prepared when it happens. Some of you know the story, but I'm just going to give you this quick little testimony about my, my life, I guess. So when I turned 43 years old, I we were still living here in South Carolina in our own home, and on my 43rd birthday, I did my normal thing. Got up, got ready to go to work, got my coffee, sat on the couch, had my hour or so in the morning with the Lord. The Lord spoke to me that morning and said, I want the second half of your life. And I said, okay. And I started to think about it a little bit. And if I look back at the first half of my life, I did everything that I wanted to do, that I thought was fun, that I thought was right for, for me uh, and my family. But the Lord said, I want the second half of your life. And I said, okay, no big deal. 
Well, <laughs> uh, I didn't really uh, think about that too much, like how it was going to go and things that were going to happen. Uh, shortly after that, I got a call from a friend, uh, Pastor Jeremiah in, in Missouri, and he asked us if we would consider moving there and being uh, associate pastors under him. And we said, yes, sure. So that was like number one thing that happened. <laughs> so we moved there and, and things are going well. And then my mother-in-law passes away and the Lord tells us, I need you to go back to South Carolina. And I just thought, I, I don't want to because I, I don't want to leave this. Uh, this is like, this is, this is my dream to be doing what I'm doing right now. This is what I thought was part of the process. So it, I really tried to avoid it, you know, moving back, but, but the Lord just would not leave it alone. So we had to make the hard decision to come back and, and stay with my father-in-law. We're with my father-in-law now and just enjoying it. It's, it's been good. It's been great. Actually, um, the time that um, Kelly and him have been able to share together, it's, it's been a blessing to her. But the thing is, if I look at my life right now, where I'm at, I'm not using my gifts, right? I mean, they're, 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 they're on hold and it's hard to wait because it's like God has put this, this vision in me and this calling in me and to have to wait is really hard because discouragement comes and, and I'm, and I'm not whining, <laughs> well, maybe a little bit and I'm not, I don't want to complain, uh, but it's hard to wait. It's hard to hold and it's going through different seasons in life. And, and if you look back in Genesis with Abraham and Sarah, they had to wait. God promised them a child, and they had to wait 25 years for that to, to happen. And during that time period, they got impatient. Sarah told Abraham to go have a baby with her maidservant. That didn't turn out so well. It, it just opened up into this big, I mean, she had the baby, but it turned into this big mess, and they got impatient, right? So what, what, is, what is going to happen in your life? What is going to happen in my life has to be supernatural. It has to be by God. Why? Because it wouldn't be by faith. And the Lord wouldn't get the glory for anything that happens. You see, we want people to know that only God could have accomplished in your life what, has, what had happened, the vision that he has placed in you. You want God to be able to receive the glory for others to recognize that only God could have moved that way in your life because it's a witness of his love, of his faithfulness to others, that he is true to what he says. He's true to his word. He will accomplish what he says he's going to do. And he did. He gave Abraham and Sarah the, the Isaac. They had to wait 25 years for it. And waiting, man, it is so hard. It is so challenging at times. But I want to tell you, it's worth it. Because when the Lord told me on my birthday, I want the second half of your life, I'm, I'm kind of looking, you know, <laughs> evaluating things in my life, thinking, how in the world are you going to do anything with me, right? I mean, we're, we're tapped out, man. I mean, I've, you know, we're in, we're in a home, we have cars, we have all this stuff we have to pay for, I have to work this job that's, you know, requiring me to be there with overtime. I mean, I can't skip a beat. How in the world are you going to do this, God? But he did it. And you look, I look back because, you know, where we are now, and I look back and I think, oh my goodness, only God could have done that. And the vision that the Lord has given you 
in your life, what he wants you to do, your ministry. Only he will be able to accomplish that through you. Don't get impatient. Don't go off and try to accomplish it on your own. I preached a sermon a couple months ago, and I can't exactly remember what I titled it, but the whole point of it was moving in the direction of the vision by faith. If God has given you a vision, start to move in that direction. If, if God has called you to be a doctor, okay, let's use that as an example. Well, you know what? I would start trying to find a doctor you could talk to about what it's like to be a doctor. And maybe grab some books, maybe do some research. If God has called you to be, oh, an airline pilot, well, maybe start looking in that direction, seeing if you can get hooked up with an airline pilot and say, you know, what do I need to do? How does this all work? What are the mechanics in this? Start taking those baby steps and watch how God will begin to open doors in your life and accomplish the things in your life that you can't do, but he is going to do through you and in you. I hope this was encouraging to you today. Remember, don't get impatient. You're going to have to hold. (laughs) You're going to have to wait. But there's a reason for it. There's a process that's going to take place in your life to get you to where you need to be. And that process is walking by faith, walking by trust. When you can't see anything, when you can't hear anything, and you're wondering, where is the Lord? Abraham waited 25 years. There was a lot of stuff that happened during that 25 years, but God was faithful to the promise that he gave him. God will be faithful to you in the promise that he has given to you and the vision that he has put in your heart. God bless you guys. I love you, and I will talk to you next time.